Novak, episode 50. This is a wonderful, wonderful time to be here with some friends. So Jacob, please introduce our guest for this wonderful 50th episode of Write That Down. Extravaganza, really. Uh, yes. We have two returning guests today. Uh, I forget who was first. Actually, I think Fisher was first. Fisher Stroud. Uh, do you know what episode you were on? Of course, episode number five with the COVID five. warning on Spotify. Wow. That's me. Hold up. We Wait, had a COVID true? warning on Spotify. Yeah, I just saw it before I uh, logged on. It just oh, says, okay. learn more about COVID-19 with wow. my episode. Yeah. So A little late good. to the game. I know. On that Spotify. <laughs> Uh, and then we also have Katie Brown uh, joining us from New Hampshire, which is a state that I've never known anyone to go to. Yeah, definitely Jacob, north of us. Yeah, Jacob <laughs> prides himself on his ability to, to know geography and know all the 50 states that exist in America. <laughs> I don't pride myself on it, but I'm proud of how far I've come. Yeah, just as good as a high school student, right? Yeah. No, no see, oh no, there's a thing. <laughs> is everybody learns about like like where each state is but then after high school i bet eight out of ten students couldn't tell you 40 or more like, yeah because that we call it new england for a reason we have to yeah, forget it's, about everything it's all just a mess boston. Up there. Yeah. yeah like there's no rhyme or reason to how all of those lines are divided it's it's the whole thing anyways katie what episode were you on I don't remember the number. I'm so sorry. I feel like it was like 12. But, <laughs> My guess is 29. What, what was the episode about? Do you remember? We just talked about um, like leadership and creativity. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It was a good one. It's a good app. Good app. I don't remember the number though. And Fisher, what was yours about? It was about like overcoming adversity. <laughs> ah, <laughs> like, yes overcoming challenges during production about my uh-huh. uh short film. that's right your short film awesome. yeah. yeah well get ready to have to talk about none of that uh because the beauty of this episode is that we don't have to have anything planned off the top uh this is what we call a brainbow laziness done. Oh. uh the brainbow is uh a segment that we've done twice three times yeah twice twice wow fisher knows uh so we've done it twice (laughs) Uh, and it is just a segment where we uh take a random prompt and we just try to figure out what we could do with it like what the story could be uh what's the if it's a series if it's a book if it's a movie if it's whatever uh who the characters are what the general gist of the, the story is themes genre whatever that comes to mind uh and we did uh last time i find a nifty little random generator for just this purpose for the 48 hour film project uh Mm -hmm. that gives us a character name an occupation a prop a line of dialogue and uh two potential genres uh that we can do uh we actually do have a uh rainbow submission uh in our email inbox but i I wanted to save that uh for a little bit so you know who you are we'll get there uh but yeah is there any other thoughts questions uh insults i I can i can add something real quick we can officially call it a real reoccurring segment now that it's going to be three of them yes yeah it's like how you can't really say first anniversary because it's just the first time that it's happened 
Yes, Jacob, exactly. That's okay. so true, Jacob. Right. Yeah, you could also say third time's a charm. True, yeah. And now we That's finally true. have smart enough people on the show for it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? I think That's... Harry was on one, Owen and Jacob Latour. That's such yeah. a burn to all Evan other Birch, guys Xander. on the show. Yeah. They're yeah. all terrible. Yes, they are. Anyways, um, sorry if you hear random noises from like the hours of six to eight or i guess it's past eight i guess like eight to ten our prime brownie licking himself hours and so uh he is right behind me and he is going to town so sorry if that picks up on the mic at all he's grooming just let him be (laughs) fast time it's just a lot like he he even does it like when he's still He's like half asleep. His eyes are closed, but his paw is right by his mouth. So he just periodically sticks his tongue out. Yeah, he's Sorry. weird. He's a weird dog. Uh, anyways, are we ready mm-hmm. for this? All right, Never I am on. Ready. Uh, this website is 48hourgenerator.com. 48 is in the number 48. Uh, and I'm just going to hit generate new set and we're just going to go for it. And then I will also put it into our Zoom chats. Okay. Um, so we have uh, the character name of Paul or Paula Francioska. That's a fancy name. Uh, occupation of a politician. A prop of a three-ring binder. Uh, a line of dialogue that is, I never thought it'd be this fluffy. Uh, and then the two genres that he gives us are film de femme and buddy film. Uh, so this is quite eclectic. Um, first impressions. Yes. <laughs> this is giving Mitt Romney, politician, binders full of women. If anybody remembers <laughs> that from whatever election it was, I do. 2012. That's that what it's giving time. off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it is the politician and it is the binder. So it's at least 40% there. <laughs> what is film defense? Let's look it up. I feel like um, I'd be like Fisher. You should know this. I agree. <laughs> so the the article from Wikipedia that pops up when I just Google film to femme is just woman's film. Oh shit! But and like, I, what does that mean? Like, I know it's just, like, women in women. a film. So it's about like I don't know. You guys might not know about this, but like the color pink and stuff. You guys heard of that? What? color pink like a film called the color pink or like the color pink <laughs> the color pink also like nail polish might be in that movie i don't know are you wait are you asking us if we know what the color pink is i'm trying to make a joke please <laughs> uh okay this wait, is I... a group of intellectuals all right cut now, hold up. Cut, cut it out <laughs> cut that cut that cut that cut that <laughs> Okay, so on the actual 48-hour film website, there's actually a more info for it under all the genres because uh, it's uh, not something that you would expect as a genre. So it says, never heard of a film de femme? That's because we invented it. There we go. Uh, this genre is specifically designed by the 48-hour uh, film project to encourage strong roles for females uh, in 48-hour film project films. A film de femme is a film featuring one or more strong female characters. Romantic comedies or chick flicks are included in the genre, but only a subset. What's a strong female character? I think, uh, and then it names a bunch of people, Jennifer Lawrence in Hunger Games, Octavia Spencer in Hidden Figures. Those are two very different characters. 
uh, Moana and Moana. Smart and complicated. Try to avoid having a woman doing a man's job like a man would do his job. And contrary to public opinion, strong woman characters are not required to kill someone. Okay. I wonder who they're throwing shade to there. I'm not required to kill somebody. I didn't. Yeah, is that like a kill Bill thing or like what's going on there? So we got Paul or Paula, politician, three ring binder, film to femme or buddy film or both. Uh, In line of dialogue, I never thought it'd be this fluffy. That's what's thrown me for a loop the most is the dialogue. It's not, that's not hard. You know what (laughs) you could do? I know that we might be taking this, the dialogue line about being fluffy. We might be taking it to mean that something is fluffy like by its texture but i think based on the fact that we're dealing with a politician we could be dealing with a piece of writing like a speech that has too Mm. much fluff in it like it's just like a lot of nothing so she's exclaiming or he's exclaiming i never thought it would be this fluffy because it's talking about a speech that someone wrote for them to give and it's terrible i like that that's that's like smarter than what i thought i was thinking you know the fluffer nutters like the <laughs> yeah. i was thinking right it's got candy. too much it's got no 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 like it's got too much marshmallow fluff in the sandwich so the the never thought it'd be this fluffy but no i think yours is a little um katie i think yours is a little more thought out i'm just going kind of like more for like a serious like yeah, edgy yeah. kind of vibe i'm thinking like like you know house of cards yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. my peanut that. butter and fluff sandwich is definitely not that uh not in that genre, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Now, now actually, yeah, let's let's start uh, broad, uh, broad talk. Uh, so are we thinking of combining both film to femme and buddy film? Or- yes, so I Ooh, think okay. that instead of Paul or Paula, it's actually two identical twins. Okay. <laughs> it's gotta be, that's how it is. Yep, okay, from now on. Um, and they horrible both, parents they're both poli- they're pretending to be the same politician and they have both have different skills <laughs> that they can bring ah. to the table so like when they need to give a speech like paula does it but when they need to i don't know what else politicians do he knows how to write politician so he signs the paper politician <laughs> yes okay <laughs> that's my theory <laughs> Wow, okay, no, we're really making some headway here. Yeah, 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 I like that. I think so, we so the ba- politicians thing. Like how yeah. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen played the same character on Full House. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> what we're going for here. But it's a part of the movie. Is like, right. what happens when someone falls in love with Paul and something that happened earlier, and it turns out it is Paula, you know? Like, the, the typical switcheroo. Okay. Wait, is this like a, um, like a, like a Hannah Montana thing and that they mm. don't know. Yeah. But how would that happen? What do you mean? Different like, parts of the country. It's got to be a an election, right? So they're not well, the same person. Okay. It's two different people. So how, how, people. how are they keeping this a secret? Maybe this is set uh, in like the, the 60s or something. Without so that earlier. Is, or it's it's radio. The 60s, as we all know well no because if <laughs> if you if this happened today people would find out immediately because the internet exists so you i think maybe you have to go prior to the internet where it's all word of mouth basically well, but there's still television so we have to go prior to television it's got to be newspapers and radio they have to have a similar voice paula is a wonderful baritone 
and Paul <laughs> just a very high tenor, and somehow mm-hmm. they just. What do you think, Jacob? Huh? We well, I do- think that baritone and tenor are not the same part. The okay, I'm sorry. They're both outside. tenors. We can do like a singing in the rain type situation where yeah. she's singing on the stage and the other girl is behind the curtain, but she's giving a speech. You know. Yes. Okay. Everyone familiar with this movie. But, but uh, I watched it once a- for a class and I remember nothing else. Yeah. Except it has a really trippy dream ballet. Hmm. That's yeah. true. Paul is not allowed to kill Paul. Otherwise, we're not we're not abiding by the rules. That's true. She's not very. She wouldn't be that strong. She would just be a murderer. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about? So it's Paul and Paula. Yeah, yeah two so characters, both and a characters, woman, and they have the same voice. They have the same. They have the same <laughs> voice. The inflection. The old radios don't pick up the the differences. And I think Fisher was saying how they each have different sub subsets of yeah. of characteristics or uh, like uh, what they're good at right yeah things that they they can do to make them the perfect politician make them the perfect politician what if they what if they disagree like whole what if they wholeheartedly disagree on a core part of um their campaign depending on the speech one likes fluff one doesn't yeah and that's the end of the second Ooh. act when they finally fight about it buddy film. so 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 here's where, where my buddy film. this is where my brain is going so okay. maybe instead of as far as they're trying to pretend to be the same person maybe one of them is trying to be the politician and the other one is like like one's trying to be the politician but doesn't have like the the screen presence or charisma or whatever stop growling at me brownie i uh, liked it better when they were pretending to be the same person <laughs> <laughs> yeah brownie hated that and one is a murderer and, and one is, <laughs> and one is like the the like the person who actually goes on stage so one is like the ghost writer like you know those like the cheesy rom-com uh plot where it's like someone's pretending to be someone else but the other oh, like person like what serrano the play uh yes yeah just like that that's a deep cut uh that i barely understand uh i just saw the trailer it could be really good if like one of them is sort of like the writer and like more of the behind the scenes person and then one of them is the like the face of the campaign and the writer yes then and like i said they they disagree on a part of their campaign that they're that they're running i forget or I don't know what piece mm-hmm. of it that they disagree on. We can work that out, but I like they that. disagree on something. And so the writer is always trying to write their opinion and their their view of it. And then when the other one goes out on stage, they have to like improv on the spot to change it because they disagree with everything that the writer yeah. wrote. Yeah. And it's it's a big thing, yeah. Uh-huh. And the how they pass the um, uh, scripts and stuff, the speeches back to each other is in a three-ring binder. That's where it all <laughs> is. And then eventually that three ring binder gets stolen by a journalist or something. I don't know. <laughs> by uh who was it that was in House of Cards? Who was the journalist? Uh yeah. the one who's not Anna Kendrick, but looks uh, like Anna Kate, Kendrick. yeah, Kate Mara. I was about to say Anna Kendrick. I was like, it's not Anna Kendrick, it's <laughs> yeah. Kate Mara. Mm-hmm. We could uh, um, we could cut between oh, is this a film that we're doing? I sure. I think so. It sounds yeah. like a film. Yeah. I think it, we could we could cut between we we could sort of follow the journalist who uncovers all of this happening, you know, yeah. like fo- follow them and then also follow like the 
the drama unfolding, sort of like House of Cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're not, so we're neglect. So let's go through. We're using both characters. We're using the politician. We ha- definitely have the three ring binder. We got to really, we got to get that uh, line of dialogue in place in a specific spot. And then we're using the film de femme. Yeah, we are kind of abandoning that. Yeah, we got to, no, unless, unless the person we are actually following is the journalist who is a female and these characters of Paul and Paula are important characters as the story kind of revolves around them but we're really getting to know the journalists yeah because because I don't think Paul or Paula have to be the main character I think they just have to be a character Mm -hmm. they are the reason that this film is occurring but there's a whole the body of the film comes from the, the 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 journalist, maybe. That's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. And it's Kay Mara. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> we got her. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. We got her. <laughs> Confirmed. I um I also just realized that it's um Paula the politician. <laughs> Wait, we've been making that joke. We made that joke about 10 minutes. I didn't ago. get it. I, said I, didn't politician. Know. I just oh, I was just like Paula. It. Okay. Yes. The oh politicians. Yeah. That's what, that's what we can name cool it. Joke I just thought of. That'll be yeah, the name of the, of the film. Paula the politician. Paula politician. Politician. <laughs> yes, I love how you're just catching on it now. This is hilarious. <laughs> this is very funny. Yes. <laughs> now, where are we thinking tonally? Are we thinking like a serious political drama, like House of Cards, or is it a little bit more? comedic because it, it, it is like the ghostwriter situation i would like the vibes of like succession like ah yes like kind of like dark but then like there's every like this comedy running underneath it like the stark like self-awareness yeah. i mm-hmm. think would be really funny okay yeah and how does our line of dialogue fit into that this is important it's just as important as a three-ring binder or for the characters <laughs> well i think katie hit it is that it's got to be yeah it's got to like, be in reference to his speech but, but it's the implementation mm-hmm. it's because on be, his own yep. that line i never thought it'd be this fluffy it's kind of cheesy it and we gotta have the context for it unless it, it, we are talking about the sandwich it could kind of be at a moment where things all come together it could be a really exciting part where the in my mind paul is the one who's writing and paula is like the face of the campaign yeah, but that's just my my perspective, and we can we can work through what we all sure. Think. But in my mind, Paula is out on stage or whatever doing a speech, and she's she's looking at the speech that Paul has written for her, and in just a moment of pure frustration after all of this like tension that's been leading up to this moment, this is the big moment. It's a big night, and she's got she's got a lot of of things to worry about and like a lot of people to impress in this moment. And in a moment of frustration, she just blurts out, I never thought it would be this fluffy because Paul is just trying <laughs> to, <laughs> to ruin their, their career at this point because, because everything that she is doing to change all the things that he's writing about is just like completely undoing the things that he's trying to accomplish. So now he's trying to sabotage her. And so in mm. a moment of frustration, she, she blurts that line out into the crowd. Mm. That's my thought. It's a thought. <laughs> so, so are you thinking that uh, 
like the the turn happens more like after the first actor kind of halfway through of now Paula wants to be like have more of her own voice in being the politician uh but the, and but then and and Paul's like no 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 we're not doing this and then starts being a lot more assertive and then the second act is when it, it really all blows up after all the sabotage yes because she's inspired by the journalist the female journalist um and taking more charge of what she's doing mm-hmm. and it's a film to femme film to femme because they're girls and they're friends <laughs> <laughs> And what more could you ask for? Well, Jacob, I feel like this could have even more power if it was a musical. Oh, my. Imagine that. I don't know about that. Okay, you're wrong. (laughs) Thank you. Stylings of Newsies is my suggestion. (laughs) I never thought it would be this fluffy line would be a great lyric. That would be like a, (laughs) a and that's the name of the song, right? That's the name of the song. It's that sort of crescendo we're at the apex we're at the the very top of the storyline right and it all kind of comes tumbling down after that and that's the name of that song right before the closing curtains come through that's sort of like the never thought it would be this trumpets trombones everyone's dancing and everyone's kind of upset and she's like mad that's what i'm feeling see i'm thinking uh if it's if we're doing a musical which hold up hold up Probably don't make not. it look, don't do that with your hand when you're talking about my idea. <laughs> I, I have no idea what you're referring to. Not to if uh, we're gonna do it, it's fine, I, it'll be a musical. Uh, is that Fluffy is the name of the song that's like the act two power ballad? Okay, <laughs> it Paulus. could be that. I, I agree with you. It could be that. It could be that. Yes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like more. The of suddenly a, Seymour. I was yeah. thinking more of like a defying gravity. See, exactly it's like a powerful like a, mm. i'd say I, that that's a, that's a kind of a it takes the power ballad role i yeah. think i think when, this could be the big moment for paula this is like this is the turning yes. point in her journey and her emotional arc yes so i think that yes. this could be a big powerful emotional song like okay. when alphaba starts with like something has changed within me uh-huh. I changed that to I'd never thought it would be this fluffy. Okay. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I, I just had the thought that it's not a musical the whole time until on stage Paula just starts singing a power ballad. <laughs> I actually love that. <laughs> wow, revolutionary. And the crowd loves it. I think it's a little bit <laughs> genre defying, and I think that I love that about it most yeah. of all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to start normalizing singing in awkward situations. <laughs> That's what I'm learning. Hard agree. I kind of want it to become more like a the I need a hero sequence from Shrek 2. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, yes. Really great. I don't disagree. I, I think it's a great it, had, it it could start off as a power ballad and then it could evolve into a big like action-packed montage. Of things like I need a hero that. from yeah, Trek like too. Exactly. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, in, in addition to that, I'm seeing when the binder somehow the binder is a part of this, right? And the binder gets stolen, which which is probably something that when the binder gets stolen, and that's what I'm seeing. Maybe it's not the case, but when the binder gets stolen, we, we see a change uh, because that held all the secrets or something that held 
the, that's how the public knows now that they're two separate people, a writer and a, and a figurehead or, or whatever we're, we're going. And I'm, I see this song, right, where the person's out there talking and then the binder gets stolen and it gets passed around and it's a song. I see it as a song, Jacob. I really do. And and you see the, 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 the people running around passing the binders and you see the other characters trying to get it back. Now I'm just, I'm envisioning singing and dancing and choreography. And all these papers are flying out. And the papers are flying out. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let me uh-huh. gather my thoughts for a second. Please do, please do. <laughs> So the further we get into the musical realm, the further we're getting from the succession vibe, because I don't think you could do a musical in the style of succession. No, I think you're brave enough. They haven't done it yet. I think this is where the genre defying comes in. Yes. You need to break the mold, Jacob. (laughs) What if, I mean, like saying that there's only one song and it comes uh, towards the climax of the movie, kind of a joke. But would it be interesting, and this is a genuine question, would it be interesting if it seriously wasn't uh, a musical until halfway through? Okay, I'll take that as a no. No, no, I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just saying it. I don't know. Has it ever been done? I don't think so. I'm going to say no just to make my brain feel good what, about it. What would itself? the critics say? Oh, this, the first half is a horrible musical. That's all. <laughs> I think we could do it so that it's sort of like a spoiler. Like people go into this not thinking that it's actually a musical, and then yeah, and then None it becomes the, the secret that you have to guard about it, so that when you recommend, kind of like, kind of like after people. everyone saw Spider Man, they had to not tell anyone. Oh yeah, they had to gate yeah. really had, hard. Yeah, so I wonder if it, it could work because we talked about the power that people have when they see something. Now, uh, I just, this is a tangent. You just, I, I need to vent about something real quick. And this is related to Dr. Strange. Podcast. Okay. Okay. You've got like, two minutes. It's like, well, because it's similar to the Spider Man thing where people are like, oh, hey, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. But on Twitter, they do the thing where it's like, hey, Spider Man spoilers. And then they just do a bunch of lines. And then they still say outright the spoiler. And it's like, that well, because still you makes it trending. Thread, Jacob. You open well, no, the it's thread. not opening a thread. It's literally on the side where it says trending. It'll still say Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield. Spoiler, sorry, it came out six months ago. Ah, see, uh, you got to be aware of that, I think. I, I, I don't think that's on you. I, I think you just need to do better. There's going to be bad people out there, Jacob. Because like Katie says, it is gatekeeping. It's like, ha, I saw it. So I'm still going to post about it. Mm -hmm. Well, you should have saw it. I mean, I did see it. But I get get angry on behalf of other people. Hold up. Did you just spoil the actors in the Spider-Man movie? Listen, Marvel spoiled it like two weeks after. Hold up. Anyways, rant's over. (laughs) Unless anybody else has any thoughts. Yeah, I got to hold people in check. (laughs) <laughs> i have no thoughts on the matter <laughs> wait hang on i have a question about dr strange okay jacob have you seen it i have seen it should i see it yeah okay oh don't well, ask jacob that question no, jacob will say that about any marvel jacob movie. will say that about any i won't movie. say that about any marvel movie I, 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 I heard it was bad 
it's Ooh, not okay it's it's divisive but i don't think it's a bad movie i think as sam raimi is the director and i think his style comes through and sometimes that style just isn't for everybody sometimes it's not for me but i still i still liked it well so i have a question katie did i think it's solid middle of the pack mcu i did, did you not see, the, see batman the batman movie no. you still okay. haven't seen it no but, not yet but, i'm sorry but jacob you have and fish no have. i have not yeah. you I, have I saw it you saw it and did you enjoy it yeah okay see that's interesting i yeah did you like it i i did but i also i think very similarly that it is a different kind of film Mm. and that you see different kind of uh you see a director's feel yeah Uh, and so and that's why i was wondering if you had seen it jacob because you would say you you, people either liked it or they didn't yeah i mean i mean i definitely it's not that i and if you on the Batman, I really want to see the Batman, but it came out like right when we went to Scotland and then I just haven't gotten back to it. Yeah. Uh, and like now it's on HBO, but I kind of feel like I should see it in a theater still. It seems like that I, kind of movie. I actually, yeah, because you'll either like it or not like it, but you still have to do it justice by seeing it in the theater. Right. Yeah. I think. So to recap, we have a movie that is a bunny film and a film de femme uh, that follows Kate Mara as a journalist who exposes uh, two people pretending to be one politician or one politician that has a ghostwriter for everything, uh, who are Paul and Paula Francioska, still a great last name, uh, and... Uh, there's a three ring binary that gets leaked at some point that has all the speeches, which is how the journalist catches on to the scent. Uh, we're thinking succession vibes. There are questions about it being a musical. And if so, when does that start? Uh, is there anything I'm missing? I don't think so. You talked about the binder, right? I did talk about the binder because that's, that's, that's how that's the catalyst, right? That's the inciting action, as they say. But I think that I think the only thing is that I think a key part of this film is going to be developing the relationship between Paula and the journalist because the journalist is the catalyst for what creates Mm -hmm. Paula's emotional arc. And yeah, and so maybe Paula is initially fine with just being like the mouthpiece basically for uh, Paul's political agenda, but then in dealing with with the journalist uh pauline let's call her uh she uh uh, they all have p names um uh the journalist is really who uh makes her realize that she could be doing more and that she's not on board with all the things that paul is is making Mm -hmm. her say thoughts yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that i think that's a good way to develop the paula arc so maybe maybe it is like like we're following it maybe it's not not just following it through the eyes of the journalist maybe it's both the journalist and paula Mm -hmm. yeah so that you can really feel the full effect of that emotional journey 
how mm -hmm. will Paula and the journalist meet each other? Will it be a kind of like, oh. will the journalist be deceiving her at first? And then later there's a bit of conflict because she's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me that you were a journalist all this time. Or are they just going to meet? She's like, hey, I'm a journalist. I have some questions. Like, here's my card. They, I don't know. They meet at some point and then they start to just become closer as friends. I, I, I think it'd be the latter. Because I, I, I think adding like the, like the betrayal idea of you didn't tell me you were a journalist. I think that adds too many conflicts, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's politics, Jacob. That's true. <laughs> uh, but I think that it might take away from the conflict between Paul and Paula. I think that, I think that the journalist should empower Paula. And I think okay. that, that Paula's conflict, the key conflict is within herself, but also with her and Paul. And I think that there's, since he's her twin brother, I think there's a lot of opportunity for there to be a lot of like family drama. Yeah. As well as political drama. And then we I feel also, like, yeah. Yeah, don't want to play into like girls pitting girls against <laughs> each other. We don't want to pit two successful queens against yeah. each other. They, they, both, they build each other up. They're there to support each other. Yeah. Uh, now, how do Paul and Paula get into this situation in the first place? In high school. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, yeah, early model on. UN. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, actually, this whole thing is a is high that, school drama. <laughs> that's what it is. Yes. Yes, please. Uh, that's how it works as a musical. And that's how it works as a musical. And we're calling it High School Musical 5. <laughs> we're skipping four. Is there, is there not a fourth? See, There's I, not a fourth, but I say we, we still make it five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can go back. Rogue okay. One style. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, now we're making headway. Now we're making headway. High I think okay, yeah, okay, we definitely so needed that. Our journalist works for the student newspaper. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in the we're we're shooting this is all happening at Huntington Area High School. Wait, this is perfect. The movie can end with Spring Fling. This is amazing. Oh my god, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Spring mm -hmm. Fling is where it all happens. Yes. That's what that's where that famous line, the line about being fluffy, that could also be about one of their dresses. It's so their boa. Exactly. Oh, see? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I like turn. the way this is going. I, I, I like the way it's this. going for two reasons. One, it's very creative. And two, Jacob does not like any part of it. Yeah. And I'm all for both directions. Yeah. So this Listen, is good. no, I I I love thinking about it. I would never do it. Well, ideally, that's what we're doing here is thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be <laughs> yeah. cool to take one of these ideas and actually, like, write something. But well, who's our resident writer? Listen? High school political drama? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's amazing. I just want to know, is one of our main characters going to be a spring queen, spring, the spring queen of spring fling? Yeah, yeah, sure. Paul. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. I think so. Because Paul's the one who's bringing the drama. Yeah. When when Paula starts, you know, trying to have thoughts of her own and uh, expressing them. And mm -hmm. then Paul is like, nah, none of that. I'm going to start sabotaging you. It's all Paul's, you know, lust for drama that, that causes the whole thing. Ooh. 
Ooh, okay. I've okay. I've never watched. I haven't watched Euphoria yet, but this is what I imagined it. It's like you're right. We I actually pulled the whole plot from Euphoria. I was going to say something that was weird, but all the names are from Euphoria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. We've come so far. Honestly, this is the most coherent idea we've ever had in a brain bow. <laughs> Wow. Like, we, yeah, like we're figuring it all yeah. out. Yeah, that's yeah, what you get yeah. when you ask two geniuses. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and I'm one of the geniuses, so we have to figure out who isn't. It's Jacob. Brownie. It's Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does it all resolve? Are we going to end it with Paul and Paula overcoming their differences? Or is it going to be a kind of like, I understand that we can't have the relationship we did before but like, I respect you. I don't think it's gotta be all happy at the end. I, I think, no. think that there it, needs to be that separation. I think yeah. Paul Maybe go Paul jail. goes to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, put him in prison. Paul needs, Wait, he goes wait, to juvie. At the end of spring fling, like they see blue and red lights outside. They're like, yeah. we heard that you've been you've been lying about who's writing the speeches, Paul. You yeah. need to and, go to jail. And, and Paul, yeah, Paul just turned 18. <laughs> so, okay, so he's not goes. going to juvie he's going to jail it's just a hard cut to him being thrown against the cop car <laughs> now it's like euphoria <laughs> wow um, see now that i'm thinking about it uh like a, something in the style of succession and tone of succession was set in high school would be fantastic exactly we know yeah. what we're talking about <laughs> Yeah, this is, yeah, this is all good stuff. I thought we got to do this. Okay. Okay, scene one. We open. <laughs> we open on the high school. <laughs> we show the, the football team is practicing. The, we see all the clicks, you know, yeah. <laughs> the cheerleaders, the jocks. I never went to high school, so I don't know, but that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's about it. <laughs> Um, Jacob's out there with his trombone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's marching cameo. Wait, I've been the movie. Yeah, yes. you're the, you the, the trombone person. Wow, you're li- you're in the movie once, and it's at the beginning when we're showing all of the clicks, and you're with yourself practicing on the line I'm just with the trombone. He's yeah, the one. Practicing, he's the one member of his yes, clique <laughs> for marching band. Yeah, yeah, you're you're practicing to get into band. It's a big school, so there's like tryouts for the marching band. Oh, sure. And yeah. you have to practice to play your part on the line. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's your part. Wow. <laughs> and then we cut and Paula is giving an amazing speech. And everyone oh, yeah. comes up to Paula after it's over. And they're like, oh, my God, Paula, like great speech. Like always. Yeah. You have to come and do this writing seminar later. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, of course, if I have time. And as she leaves, she she t- runs into Paul. And then they yeah. high five. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, they great do speech, a little handshake. Yeah. 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 Very happy. Yeah, yeah. 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 very happy with each other at yeah. this point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But it's very clear that Paul right now isn't the one in charge. He's the one being like, okay, next move. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And in addition, when when he starts, he critiques her. So he says, "Well, I need you to say the line like this, the w- mm-hmm. way he wrote it, right?" And she's like, "Well, okay, Ooh. okay." And then. Later on, as uh, uh, Paul is starting to have doubts and, and have her own feelings, mm-hmm. he tries to do that again. And, yeah. 
And Paul is like, well, then why don't you say it? Ooh. And then it leads to the big Ooh. fight. We can yeah. also have in that opening speech scene, uh, the journalist character is there taking notes and she tries mm-hmm. to ask a question to Paula, but Paula's like, sorry, I'm like so busy, I gotta go. And then after we show that introduction, it would actually maybe make more sense. Let's show um, the journalist talking to a friend first, being like, yeah, I couldn't do it again. Like that Paula, there's something up with her. And then we cut to show the relationship between Paul and Paula, the dynamic. Yeah. To build that tension first. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Okay. Okay. We're getting there. In the movie, it's called Fluffy. Okay. Oh, wait, no, we already had the, the name. It's Politician. Yeah. Politician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be like a, like a sub-genre. It could be like, like a fluffy teen comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this I will draw the line. <laughs> a fluffy teen comedy where someone goes to jail by the end. <laughs> What's the jail rating? time. Is this PG-13? This is, this is R. R. This is rated R. There's a makeout scene. There's a makeout scene. making out. We don't know yet. Paula and the journalist. Okay, Paula true. And the journalist. <laughs> no. Okay, true. Wait, oh, yeah, no, there needs to be more blood if it's going to be rated R, I think. So maybe we should stick with PG-13. Well, there's language is also a big determining factor. That's true. They're high schoolers. Yeah, they don't know the, the F word. Anytime yeah. they swear, anytime they swear, a teacher has to scold them, though. Let's make that a thing. The only the only F word they know is fluffy. <laughs> Wait, that's the that's the tangle. <laughs> oh, stupid. Wow. I love it. Well, okay, okay. I think that's good enough. I like I like yeah. where that went. Yeah. This uh is this is still it, it went off the rails, but it's still the most coherent and well thought out uh rainbow we've ever had. So yeah. thank you, Katie and Fisher, oh, for. Yeah, joining us for that. Any any yeah. lingering thoughts on? It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> me driving the car. <laughs> any any lingering thoughts on politician? I think High School Musical Five. High School theater. Musical Five politician. Politician. <laughs> <laughs> A fluffy teen comedy. I can't. <laughs> All right, Katie, you and I got to take this to the patent office really fast. <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, I guess to wrap it up, I forgot to prep you guys. Hopefully you remember about definitely not procrastinating, uh, which is where we just give something really quick that we read, saw, did that we liked. Yeah. Experience that uh, uh, made us feel creative or we just really liked it, honestly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nate, why don't you kick us off? Sure. I'm growing parsley. Ooh. Oh, it looks great. Is that your thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this podcast, but it's kind of luscious. Very wild. It's wild? Nice nice can. Mm. Hear that? Yep. That's a nice can. The can. And now I'm going to make noise with the parsley. This is like some ASMR. Thank you. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And so that is my definitely not procrastinating, Jacob. Hand it back over to you. Uh, And I will hand it over to Fisher. Okay, um, so when I'm at work, um, I often procrastinate, and what I do is that I go into the other room where my cat, Salami, is sitting on the chair, um, and then I, I usually just put my face 
in her fluff for like five minutes and I feel pretty inspired after that and what do you wow. say after that after I get up after you take your face out of her fluff I say me 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 no <laughs> I never I thought, thought it'd be this fluffy oh shit oh my goodness we'll work on that we will oh. <laughs> right, we'll have so to have Jacob bleep that out for you <laughs> yeah it's implied yeah yeah uh katie what about you my favorite thing is my coffee ritual these days i've become okay. quite the coffee snob however i do still enjoy a nice good cup of joe from like a 24-hour diner but i've yeah. um recently acquired the hobby of grinding my own coffee beans and making pour over coffee every single morning mm-hmm. and i do it after i've started work so it's like a whole ritual where i have mm-hmm. to Grind the very beam. cool yep right. i so. agree with you completely love but it makes it. you feel inspired every day <laughs> yes yes love wow. it wow these are some quick definitely not procrastinating yeah well jacob you also have one minute i'm giving you a time limit well go, go, go. D- don't worry i already, already got started. to talk about dr strange a little bit i saw <laughs> dr right. strange in the multiverse <laughs> of madness uh like i said it's it's you know i it's not my favorite marvel movie but i still like it. i think there's a lot of really cool stuff in there uh, very enjoyable. Uh, kind of in my rankings right now, it's kind of middle of the pack. Um, I gave it three and a half uh, stars on Letterboxd. Uh, my username is uh, Jamikov, J-A-M-I-C-O-V, if you want to check that out. Shut up. Uh, shout out, shameless plug. I thought you said uh, shut up, Katie. Shut up. <laughs> shut up, Jacob. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah. Shut up. Uh, Doctor Strange, cool movie. Benedict Cumberbatch also hosted SNL, and it was a good episode. Very so, cool. That's true. Yeah. It was a good episode. Very cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. We appreciate you folks coming on the show. It's a big, big number for us. Yeah. We like to brag about five, our numbers. Zero. So in about yeah, five episodes, guys. we'll brag about fifty-five, and ten episodes, we'll brag about sixty, and so on. Oh, I'm bragging Just... about fifty-one next week. <laughs> yeah. You should brag about all of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, our. Uh, you know, we really appreciate it. Uh, the show's really only fun when we have fun folks on it. And, you know, Jacob and I, we just get boring, you know, we just, we bore ourselves. So wow. having different perspectives, different folks on it. You just said that you have good. no fun when it's just us recording the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did say that. I just wanted to confirm that. <laughs> Let's just confirm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, thank uh, you two so much for joining us. And thank you to the listeners for yeah. willing to listen to this nonsense for 50 episodes. That's a lot of minutes. Uh, Fisher, where can people find you if they so choose? Uh, I live in New York right now. Um, my address. <laughs> <laughs> um, they can find me on my Twitter at w-r-i-b-b-l-e-s-s because i'm you're never going to figure out how to spell if i just say it (laughs) and commission me (laughs) please yeah uh and katie how about you people don't find me i find them (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't really use like public social media but if you want to try to friend me on instagram i might might do it so hey uh (laughs) my little Username is Katie Brown, nineteen ninety six. Did you say my little nice. username? My sweet little username. <laughs> so silly. Nice. Very cool. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, at Jacob Yesback. Nate's uh, Nate Ulrich sixteen. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I feel like I know that better than you at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you so much for, for joining us for a very special episode. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yes, thanks for having us. Thanks for listening. Write That Down is produced by Nate Ulrich and Jacob Novak. Music for this podcast includes Answered by Ketza and Dream 13 by Punch Deck. You can find both artists in the description for this episode, along with links to our social media. If you'd like to be part of the show, you can email your questions, topics, brainboy suggestions, and more to askwtd at gmail.com. Once again, that's askwtd at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.